Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another episode. Today we're honoured to have a politician in the house. He's going to explain what he does, why he do it and how he got into it. So nice to have you here today. Hi, very nice to be in your Uber. My name's Nick Rogers. I am the Conservative London Assembly member for South West London, which is the boroughs of Hounslow, Richmond and Kingston. And I'm actually on my way from... I've been out in Richmond campaigning for the local elections and now I'm off to Mortlake and Barnes Common to do a bit more campaigning. But I've been having a chat with our driver today about the London Assembly, what it is. Most Londoners probably aren't aware that the Assembly exists. In fact, that was a question that you asked me, wasn't yeah. it? What, what is the Assembly? What does it do? Well, we are elected at the same time as the Mayor of London and our job is to hold the Mayor to account, to make sure that he acts in the best interests of the city, to make sure that he spends our money properly, that he's hitting the right priorities, but also it's to, more broadly, investigate things that Londoners are interested in or concerned about. Okay. So, for example, we ask lots of questions about anything that relates to what goes on in London and then we can see what, what comes out of it. So, for example, I asked a question uh, a few months back about the rate of uh, domestic abuse amongst London's LGBT plus community okay. uh, and found out that it's gone up by 30% in the last few years. So that's an, an issue. So I'm now, because of that question, I'm writing a report that's looking into you know, how we can improve that particular aspect of, of policy. But the Assembly covers all kinds of things, from transport to policing, uh, to the environment. What about energy housing. bills for, for because every, that's something that's affecting everybody now. It really is. It's massively affecting us. And we are, I mean, the government's doing what it can. There's a rebate coming through. But this is, unfortunately, it's a massive global problem. And the cost of living is, it's really on people's minds at the moment. I'm sure if you, you've had people yeah, in the taxi talking this, about it. This is you? electric car. Yeah. I've had it for about eight months. Yeah. When I got it, it cost me 15 quid to charge it to full. Now it cost me 35. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And the government's not given me more pence per mile. Well, what we what we need to do is diversify our energy. And that's I think that's what the government's looking at doing. But we have so, haven't we? Because we've got the solar panel farm in mm-hmm. Morocco, which feeds, which is massive, and there's a cable running all the way up to southern England via Portugal or France. You've got nuclear energy? Yeah, well, actually, uh, it's the nuclear energy which I'm particularly interested in. I th- personally think we should have been doing this for quite a long time, uh, but we're going to be building new nuclear energy uh, uh, power stations uh, over the next 10 years, which will, which will be good because that just gives us reliable energy, and it's also, it's also quite environmentally friendly as well. Which is which is pretty good. Uh, it's uh, a quite a sort of um, quite a green energy source. It's funny because I've interviewed two nuclear specialists who work in nuclear. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and they kind of sing the same song. Yeah. But from what you know, you hear around the campfire, you're like, really green? <laughs> well, I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of misconceptions out there. I think it, it seems that well, I don't know. I think a lot of the time we're we're still spooked a bit by what happened at Chernobyl and stuff yeah. like that, but it's very, very different from how that uh, from how that is now. Why politics and why the Conservative Party? Why why politics? That's a big question. I have, I guess, I've always been interested in what's been going on around me. I've always been interested in the communities that I've lived in, and I've all I've, I've been fortunate enough that. 
you know, I um, have had a good career in, in railway operations. I felt like I've, I've benefited a lot from society, so I wanted to do something to give back and do what, you know, in my own small way, whatever I can do to help make, help make London in particular a better place to live. That's why I've gone for, for the assembly. It's, it's because I want to try and make the city better for everyone who lives in it. What was the criteria to join in your uh, assembly? Well, uh, you have to be elected. Oh, is it? Yeah, you have to be elected. So I had a fairly long journey to be elected because I was selected as the Conservative Party candidate in 2019. We were expecting the election to be in May 2020, but of course it was cancelled or postponed because of COVID. So it was quite a long campaign. And then it was, you know, when I was selected in 2019 to be the candidate, the issues were on one set of things. And then, of course, the pandemic threw up so many more issues, more difficult issues for the city, you know, that uh, it turned into a, a very different task mm-hmm. at the end of it. Okay. And why the Conservative Party? Why the Conservative Party? Well, I ultimately believe in, I believe in the power of individuals and communities to make their own changes and uh, to be the ultimate people to decide what's best for themselves. I believe in devolving power as close as possible to the people who it actually affects. And that's what I see the Conservatives are standing for. Now, my last question to you, it's been a very interesting journey. When you joined, the, what have you learnt that you wish you knew when you started, from when you joined into the politics to where you are now? Well, that's, I guess, that's almost like what advice would you give, isn't it, to someone who wanted to start? Is that kind of where you're going with that? Or if I'd known anything, it was to, that, that your focus should always, always be on having the conversations with people who are outside of politics, people who are not in the bubble, people who are concerned with real everyday issues. That's where you know what's going on. So my advice to anyone in politics ever, if they're unsure about something, my advice is always go and knock on some doors. Go and knock on some doors, talk to, talk to people outside of the political bubble, and then you'll very quickly you'll know what people are actually thinking and feeling about. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. My pleasure. And we Great wish to talk you well. to you. Thank you. And to the listeners out there, do not forget to check out our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where we talk to people from around the world who've invested in Africa and they can give their, their real experience. Have a nice day. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.